Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to Hotel Moment. My name is Jennifer Susky. Today's guest, we have Christina Arntz with us from Atkins Group. Thank you for joining us, Christina. Thanks so much for having me, Jennifer. I'm really excited to be here. Great. So I want to just jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the hotel world? Tell us about your journey. Sure. Well, I started out in food and beverage, um, lots of experience in catering and restaurant and bar management. Um, and then I had an opportunity at a hotel restaurant where I was working to help out the hotel sales office. Started doing that and discovered that I really, really liked hotel sales. So I set myself some goals like that's where I'm headed, the hotel sales world, get out of the F&B world, get into this. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. I took some, I took some online uh, uh, credits um, in hospitality sales, learned the ropes of that in the office, and then eventually became a director of sales back in 2008 for Select Service. I'm my way through where I am now as executive director of hotel sales and marketing for Aikens Group. Wow. Uh, so does that mean that you got to completely skip the front desk? Working well, front desk? I, I trained at the front desk, and the first job I ever had was at a front desk. It was, it was at a Davidson front desk, like right out of the high school. But yeah, but other than that, yeah, I did not spend time at the front desk. I feel like we all have to pay our dues with front desk or like yeah. I started in housekeeping. It's like you have to do that line level position where you get to deal directly with the guests and kind of be the punching bag a little bit and really just learn the ropes the hard way that yes. way. So. Yes. That's, that's very true. Now, I'll tell you, I feel the same way though about corporate hospitality sales, the smart events and the, the very labor intensive um participating and helping set up and do all those things that yeah. you do. You are really earn your sales stripes there too. You do. And you have to be really de uh, detail oriented to work in events like that too. Mm -hmm. So sure. I did not have that. I was definitely BT group only when I was oh, doing <laughs> detail oriented okay. being catering. Absolutely. Well, tell us uh, like one your best hotel story. It could be good, bad, ugly, um, something that comes to mind. Oh my goodness! Okay, I know. I'm okay, but, but you know what? That's why I, I definitely have, have many. But I'll tell you so many. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm the only person um, that has experienced this. You know, about ten years ago or so, um, there was an internet phenomenon of prank calls to hotels, and um, somehow or another, chat rooms that could dial into a hotel and connect directly to a room bypassing the front desk. Oh, yeah. So I get to work one morning and I'm walking through the hallway to head towards the sales office, and all of a sudden I see through the glass doors, there's a glass just shattering outside in the top of a toilet tank, barreling down and crashing on the sidewalk. And I mean, oh, chaos is breaking loose, you know, the GM's coming out, and right now it's like, oh my gosh, emergency, emergency. And um, anyway, we had a guest who had been contacted through one of those prank chats, and she had become convinced that she needed to, that there was a gas leak in the hotel, and that she needed to put towels under her door, and not to leave, and to grab, take the toilet tank top off, and throw it, break the window, and throw it. And she did, she sure enough did. So, um, in fact, they also tried to take the TV and throw it to because it was flammable. But she, right. <laughs> but and she tried. She did try. Fortunately, we had that big, you know, weight down—not weight down, but 
like tied down or like straight yeah you're right you're right like bolted down oh my gosh that's probably the best one that i've ever heard but what happened well it was chaos well first of all she was so genuinely afraid and believed that this was happening so get to her door she's screaming that she can't open the door because there's a gas leak uh someone else that had been accompanying her not in her room but saw what was happening and so forth and she actually helped us convince her that she was saying shut the door but man that was that was a heck of a heck of a morning that is the absolute (laughs) best story that i've heard so far that's amazing I mean, no, I mean, that poor guest, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Hysterical, nonetheless. And I'm sure not in the moment. You guys are probably freaking out, wondering what is happening in that room. Chaotic. To say the least, it was chaotic. But also, it's one of those that goes down in the history books. Oh, absolutely. No, I will never forget that story now. So thank you for that. That's my takeaway from today's call. Well, uh, Christina, tell us about Aiken's group um, and the hotels that you oversee. Okay, so Aikens Group has seven hotel properties. They are um, a development and hotel management company. And all of our properties are along the I-81 corridor. We have um, all select service brands. Um, and, and some three very different markets. Two um, are, well, one is primarily leisure. Two is primarily corporate. Um, and it's been really interesting to rediscover our properties and our markets uh, during the pandemic. To you know, put it bluntly, it's not, you have to figure out who you are as a product all over again and as a team when you're yeah. in these situations. Yeah, so speaking of that, I mean, that's kind of the reason that we're all here. You are surviving the pandemic, being limited service properties, not even just one, but you have seven of them to look at. So kind of talk us through, like, how it's been since March. I mean, (laughs) I can only imagine it's been chaos, but kind of talk us through how how you've kind of survived. Sure. Well, um, I would say by the the third week of March, um, everything was looking pretty doomsday-ish. And I had this realization when I had um, hotels that were less than 5% occupied. Um, that everything I had learned throughout my career so far in sales would no longer apply if I wanted to lead my group um, through a pandemic, which I've never, obviously never done before, and that I needed to um, forget all of that and learn some new things, stay on top of how it was constantly changing, constantly changing, but also rediscover my products and with my sales team you know, relate that and work together as a team to be able to find new business identify who our customers are now because they certainly change yes. from january to march and that that was really really helpful to do yeah, I have to agree. Throwing that rule book out the window is something that I have heard consistently um, and uh, pivoting too. So hotels have to get creative right now and BT isn't necessarily a thing. I know that you have two different types of, uh, two markets, right? Is that correct? I actually have three. I actually right. have three as far as the region, okay. but leisure and corporate is, yeah, when you say markets, so yeah. Yeah, so for the leisure, um, I think we've spoke about this briefly before. It's been a, a little bit better. But yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about the differences okay. between the markets. Sure. So my the market that I have that's leisure has the good fortune of being just a couple miles outside of the National uh, national Park. Mm-hmm. And um, we're in a mountainous area. So uh, the, the leaf keepers, we call them, um, are, are definitely having a great time staying in the area right now, which is fantastic. And I uh, did not feel as much 
sorry about that. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, let's live. Um, um, so in that particular market, um, we have had a lot of uh, business that's the drive to destination, considered mm-hmm. a drive to destination. It's just over an hour outside of Washington, D.C., which is also great. Um, but it's still rural or suburban enough that um, you can go there for a weekend or get away from outdoor activities and are um, enjoying their family. And they're still getting away with that travel too far. So that's been great. Now, the I have the limited service product there that's very, very well, fortunately. However, I have a, an extended state product in that market, and it's doing best by far. So one thing I, I remember first seeing that in April, when it's May, it's Star Reports, um, was that the extended stay model was the most consistently performed, you know, performing well above all other models. You know, leisure was way out. Well, that's been a, a, a positive um, factor for the one extended stay product that we have because people, unfortunately, houses are still burning down, people get flooded, that there's catastrophes, there's um, you know, traveling uh, medical personnel, yeah, or moving, you know, that people put their house for sale and it sells in a few days. So the extended stay property, it is true extended stay business, it's not just like uh, one to two night. Res- oh, that's no. great, that's good, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's it's true extended stay business, and I would encourage. You know, and even a regular um, focus service hotel, right now, if you can focus on, on the amenities that you have that can get you some more extended stay, it's always your advantage. It's always your advantage. It helps pick up your shoulder nights. And, um, are you doing I, that I, currently I say, with your non-extended stay property? How are you doing yeah. that? Well, I have two, I have two properties that um, have some suites, and by that I mean no kitchenettes. They're not nearly like a full service kitchenette. Right. But we've introduced induction plates so that guests can have that to be checked out the induction plate, put it you know into their room, and yeah. and you know it. The city say guests doesn't necessarily want to go out all the time. Right. They want to prepare meals, so you know we have little refrigerators and microwaves, but putting an induction plate in the room helps significantly to be able to just feel like you're creating your own meal and be at home. Um, and also, that's not necessarily going to be out in the public right now. Because it's true. It's true. And that's a really low cost solution to try to turn some of the larger suites with just the wet bar area into right. a little more of an extended stay feel. So that's really smart. That's really smart. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's working. And, it, and it's something that, that our guests need, not just what they really do need it. Um, for support into our markets. Yeah, I agree. So that market's doing very well. well how about your other one? One of the well, other two. Yeah, other two. <laughs> sure. Well, interesting enough, the, the other two both have, have been heavily reliant on BT. Um, but the one that's kind of in between these other two markets has really suffered um, the Monday through Thursday night business season there. There's so much, um, so many bands in the travel and corporate travel. That has been very, very difficult. Uh, we have been relying on a lot of the, the catastrophe type of business. Like when the, whenever the storms and hurricanes are hitting further south, um, it's like but my sales team becomes on alert for any call that comes through to the hotel that says, Look, I'm gonna need 35 rooms tomorrow night or whatever. The utility company is coming through. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that's a sell it right now moment opportunity before they go anywhere else just to help us pick up something. That has been in itself, that has helped that market, but it's not, it hurts. The market in particular hurts. Now, on, on the other business transit market that I have, uh, there's a lot of manufacturing that's still happening. There's a lot of development of manufacturing that's there. And so we have not had that the pain of, I mean, we've had our dips, but mm-hmm. because the construction of these facilities are still happening, there's a lot of crew business, a lot of project managers, engineers coming in, um, and that has uh, made a big difference. So pre-COVID, would you have been looking at things like crew business, construction crew business, and things no. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Not only would not, you didn't need to. Right. You know, it was that that market was being very well sustained by middle career um, management and executives traveling to their headquarters that were in that area. Have your shoulder nights shifted because of this? Like usually it's for BT, it's Tuesday, or is it, I'm sorry, uh, Sunday, Thursday? Right, no, I, I can't say that they've really shifted because um, if, as far as percentages go, it wouldn't yeah. be fair to say that, okay? So that okay. would be, it's not Okay, that's great. Um, so tell me about something, uh, some other areas that you've been looking into. You talked about construction. Have you looked, been looking into like airline crew or anything like that? Well, it's interesting that you say that because we just yeah. got one of our properties today from an airline crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for a smaller market um, airport, but yeah, they actually, actually just went up. It's very cool. Um, so that is, that is um, something to think about looking at your regional airports so if you are yeah. in the major market. Look at, that, look at that for opportunities, um, but also you know, the medical um, facilities, not just where I live, but spread out across our country, have a need for traveling, and they're looking at traveling nurses, it's the actual title of all different specialties. And by reaching out to the administrators of those facilities, we've been able to gain extended stay uh, in all the markets. And you know, it's, it's good, reliable business with good, responsible gas. So yeah, travel nurses for like all the everything that's all everyone was talking about in March. It's like we need travel nurses. How do we get more? It's nice to see that that's remained consistent. They're still traveling, so that's good. Um, good. But how about FIT? Oh, FIT! Thanks for asking about that. I definitely want to talk about. Um, well, I'll tell you, in the spring when COVID was really ramping and shutting things down, I was contacted by one of my brand reps um, who sold leisure, sold fit travel, which was something that in my career never really been much interested in. Mm-hmm. Didn't know a whole lot about it because basically we would get an RFP that was system wide and be like, yeah, 15% off, blackout day, blackout day, blackout day. It, it was just not something that we were. Yeah, right. And well, she sold her. She sold to me um, the fact that the leisure uh, fit traveler has really been neglected, and they're still traveling. And if I wanted to make a presentation of my market to my hotel, she would present them to her contacts. Okay. And at these agencies, and if they were interested, they would contact me. So it's a you don't call us, we'll call you. But here, here, show us what you got, and we'll call you. 
And I started getting calls. And wow. I, I actually have been so excited, but when I see the baby in that list, I've seen the sick travel picking out. Uh, it's been it's been really exciting. Of course, now that the fuck that is, they they didn't want your high IQ days, but we took to be that. And yeah. so, you know, while a hotel I might have a hotel in my leisure market that's going to sell out, we still want to take our sick gas because they're going to be, they're loyal. They're so loyal. Not just the guests, but the agents are. Because if you, if you treat them well, they still appreciate it. Yeah. I haven't really thought before that that was like a, you know, a, a segment that felt proud of you <laughs> until I got that call. Um, and there's, there's a lot of great uh, agencies, the majority of which, though, are not the full of guests. So if we're not yeah. going to your friend.com RFP system, Mm-hmm. Not getting loads of GPS, they're being sold by So you mentioned that you didn't go through brands. Uh, so for somebody who doesn't really understand how to kind of get into the FIT game at this point, do you recommend just going after the uh, individual agencies? Like how would they, how would you tackle that? Just brand new, fresh out the gate, yes. never looked yes. at FIT before. Yes, absolutely. I would say go after the that's 
super, super beneficial. And I think that, yeah, the hotels need to kind of pivot and start thinking outside the box, kind of looking at those things that may not have been as attractive pre-COVID and going after them. I think FIT is a great idea and it's obviously working for you guys. So it is great. That's awesome. It it really is. So So yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to ask you to pull out your crystal ball and <laughs> and kind of give us what your thoughts are on what uh 2020 well, like q4 and 2021 like q1 what's that going to look like when do you think we're going to get bt back Whoa. like that type of stuff i just I like speculate you're yeah, having fun I here of course i, I, I expect <laughs> that bt will be coming back in third quarter of season um do you think like have you heard from the bt managers are they going when rfp season does open back up for next year are they going to have covid specific like requests or are they going to want to know new things now because of the pandemic like what do you think that's going to be or have you heard anything specific yes i've seen it I, I've okay seen it. um covid protocols and uh Oh yeah, I think that it's going to be. We have to convince we you have you have to convince the travel managers of the safety of their travelers, but it's also going to have to be on property too. And perception is key. Like just seeing people cleaning and like just the different things they're doing, it's going to put the mm-hmm. travelers at ease. And maybe what stands you out from you know the other hotel down the street. Before COVID, it was all about the oversupply and not enough demands. And now I still think that even though there are some properties unfortunately closing, that they're still going to 
to be that oversupply. Um, and oh, yeah. you're going to have to fight even harder to win what little business is actually traveling. So, yes. yeah, that's crazy. Yes. And speaking sure. of, so you were very gracious to put together a giveaway um, yes. for this call today. So uh, prospecting during a pandemic, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Sure, sure, absolutely. First of all, the first thing I would say is stay positive. I know that whenever Fantastic. I think one of my favorite tips was just like to hang out in local like fast food and gas stations. Oh, yeah. He was in the area. Absolutely. How easy. Going oh, back to gosh. basics. Oh. Yes. So get up a little early, you know, like you are the program director for a construction project. And these are, you might go to the gas station, but also stop here. Get a little early and uh, still have to break them up. Say good morning. Uh, we're getting our coffee. Yep. Bring them coffee. That's right. Yes. Do you know those those uh, gallon Starbucks things are only like twenty bucks? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they will definitely tell yes. you who is responsible for booking business at uh, yes. or booking yes. rooms for their project. Absolutely. I'm probably saying I'm a detailed star. Just make that. It is. It is easy when your heart's in it. You know that. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to download this list uh, or to receive this uh, PDF of prospecting during a pandemic that Christina was so gracious to put together, just go to inthemomentpodcast.com and subscribe. Uh, once I see your email, 
address come through, I will send it on over. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. It's been so much wonderful information that you've provided. Thank you for that. And thank you for that fantastic giveaway. Um, until next time, guys, the next uh, Hotel Moment podcast will be November 5th. If you're interested in casinos, next Thursday, Scott Long will be on with, with Casino Moment. So be sure to check in on that. Um, and otherwise, see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye now.